Down to the Six podcast, bringing you the latest on your Toronto Raptors. Now, here are your hosts, Connor Chambers and Adam Corsair. It isn't even the regular season yet, and the Raptors are already feuding with Connor's favorite team, the New York Knicks. Welcome to the South of the Six podcast. We are part of the StadiumScene.tv network. You take issue with what I said? Nothing. No issue whatsoever. I love the Knicks. My favorite team. Of all the teams, this is the most New York Nick thing to do. They have a fantastic owner over there. I'm, I'm just not surprised. Um, you know, it's crazy. Uh, Dolan, fantastic. Knows what he's doing. Running a great business over there for sure. Uh, you know, Knicks are superior. We have a lot to get into today. Yeah, um, that's for sure. But look, man, we were talking off air, and I'd be remiss if I didn't remind you of my rule of September 1st being the official day of pumpkin spice. Even though right now it is the pumpkining, we are in the pumpkining. I have held strong. And not consumed and or burned and or, I don't know what else you can do. Where? Where? Yes, because I have beard oil. Um, anything pumpkin. Uh, but I will tell you a story, if I may. Uh, you you absolutely may. All right, the floor so, is yours. So my buddy, huge Disney fanatic, he, uh, he went to Disney with his family and uh, he went on a cruise as well. And on said cruise, he did not purchase the internet package. So he said, hey, if you don't mind, can you please check us into our flights? Because I will not have internet access. And I want to get a good seat relatively close to the front. If possible, and one of the closer you can do that at the time, the better. And I said, absolutely. It will only cost you 10 boxes of pumpkin special K. Completely kidding, of course. Well... My friend did not understand my sarcasm. Much to my surprise, on Tuesday, a big package comes to the door from Target. I said to Cindy, what did you order from Target? She said, I didn't order anything. Open it up. Ten boxes of Pumpkin Special K are in the box. And she looks at me, what did you do? And I said, this is not me. I promise. And we look at the phone number. It's my buddy. I text him. I said, dude, I was just kidding. I, pr- I would have done that for free, and I was fully intending on doing it for free, but I appreciate it, but you did not have to do that. And he said, ah, got me free shipping, so whatever. So now I have 20 boxes of pumpkin special. I was gonna, this is where I was going with this. I'm like, you already have 10. I, yep. I am good till at least the spring. <laughs> well... At least now Cindy can have a couple and, you know, instead of just one. I'm sorry, what? She, what? Why? She can have a few. What? what? Right. You have 20. I mean, sharing is caring. All right, fine. Fuck it. I'm an only child and sharing is caring. Sure. Okay. Well, right? 20 bucks. Bi- what, you she want can some? Have a, she can have two and a half. Do you want some? Do you want me to ship some? absolutely the fuck not get that away from me. get that fucking thing away from me don't knock it until you try it i get any that come my way i'll ship it to you no no no, 
know. I'll, 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 I'm sharing is caring. I have 20 boxes. I have an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're sitting on a gold mine of special K right now. So I, if you want some, it's good for your heart, according to the box. Yeah, no, I'm passing on that. Right. I'm good. I am, I am so good. It's like funny. But you said you saw some people in the city sipping on some PSLs today. Yeah, yeah, it was all over my feed today. Uh, and I had seen it in person. Um, so both, I couldn't escape it. Uh, signage everywhere, pumpkins, leaves, this, that. Listen, it's August 24th. I understand for those that are around here, weather is a little frigid for August August 24th. Um, come on, let's chill out. So I'll just mellow out, take the, take the PSLs, why don't we all impose the September 1st deadline? I feel like that, or the September 1st start date. I think that's a great idea. You're saying now that a September 1st start time is a good idea when before you were shitting on me for doing it September 1st. You were saying, you were making at least the insinuation that this should be an October thing. Well, I mean... If if Starbucks is launching it in August, which was unbeknownst to me, they do this every year, Connor. I don't. I don't. I'm not pumpkin obsessed, Adam. I don't know. This oh is this is like this is like me coming to you and saying, um, you know, when is the when is the trade deadline for the NHL yeah. franchises? Fair. Right? They do it every year, but you don't know. That's don't pay fair. Attention. That's fair. I mean, okay, fine, fair. But, I, but I've given you the warning signs on Instagram. Fucking shirtless Brandon said some shit, and Duncan put him in his place. Like, come on now. Duncan, yeah, Duncan don't know shit. What are you talking about? Uh, Duncan don't know nothing. I stand with Brandon. <laughs> shirtless Brandon. I, sh I stand with shirtless Brandon. All right. Well, this episode today is going to focus on two things. I thought you were going to say it's brought to you by PSLs. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Sponsor a special, okay? Send some, uh, send some goodness to Connor. Um, we have a schedule and we have a lawsuit. I'm going to let you decide what we touch on first. Um, I feel like the schedule is a bit meatier. It's got some more meat on the bone. Okay. So let's start with the lawsuit. You want to start and with the then, lawsuit? And then we'll get into the schedule because I feel like I think I'd rather do that than... Um, have something super like like a lot of meat like the the schedule and then kind of get into the lawsuit thing let's just do that all right let's do the raptors getting sued by the new york knicks Damn, I'm glad I went with this first. Are you kidding me? That's what I'm saying. Holy shit. 
Raptor should get sued more often. DJ Adam up on the mix. Holy shit. Control more losses. Raptor's got to get sued more often. Oh my god. That that one hard. Oh yeah. Holy shit. All right. So, um Toronto Raptors getting sued by the New York Knicks due to an employee that no one in the NBA landscape up until recently has ever heard of. I'm going to butcher his name. I think it's Akichiwu Chuku. I don't know. Valiant effort. I don't think I can do much better. Akichuku. I think, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Izatum? Don't know. Anyways, sure. he was hired. He's a former New York Nick. No disrespect. I'm just, I'm terrible at pronunciation. No, no, no. I completely understand. I wouldn't have been able to do much better. So, I'd, yeah. Um, former New York Nick employee. Um, I'm, I'm assuming this has to do with scouting. I'm assuming this has to do with um, maybe drawing up scouting reports regarding uh, individual players. So, from my understanding, he has brought with him and shown proprietary information from the New York Knicks, um, I guess, scouting staff regarding other teams, um, showed it to Darko, showed it to uh, one other individual, um, oh, player development coach Noah Lewis, um, and 10 John Doe's um, have seen this footage, this information, this proprietary information, um, and the Knicks are pissed. Um, apparently, he showed them examples uh, scouting other teams, such as, I think, the Denver Nuggets and the Dallas Mavericks. Um, and he also did this while, at least initially, while still employed with the New York Knicks. I guess this was part of his process of applying for a job or a position with the Toronto Raptors. And he did this while, uh, I guess you can call it, he was double dipping. Um, which I understand isn't great. We're going to get into it. But that's the gist of it. What the proprietary information is, we don't know. Um, from my understanding, there is a platform that is only available to those that are within the NBA that everybody in the NBA has access to. So, for instance, the Raptors could look up uh, LeBron James. How many times does LeBron James uh, perform a PNR? What direction does he go in after a PNR? How many catch-and-shoot situations is LeBron James in? The Raptors have access to this information, and so do the remaining 29 other teams in the NBA. So it's not necessarily geared just for the Raptors. Everyone has access to this. However, it's how you manipulate that program, from my understanding, or that platform, um, and how you extract the footage, maybe customize it for your own benefit in terms of scouting. Maybe that has more to do with it. But from my understanding, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, this seems like the Knicks just pissed off that the Raptors have access to things that pretty much everyone has access to, but it was quote-unquote painted with 
New York Nick colors. Yeah, and everything that I've sort of been looking at over the last couple of days about this lawsuit, I think it's you summarize that really well, actually. So for those that weren't entirely sure, I think that's a really good summary of basically what's going on. Um, the issue here remains that it, you know, of of multiple articles I've seen even as recently as today on this topic, uh, today being uh, August twenty fourth, mm-hmm. it states that. The Raptors shouldn't be really worried about this lawsuit because it's going to be difficult to prove that this was proprietary information. Right. Right. Um, so much of this information, like what you've already discussed and alluded to, is pretty public. Right. Public meaning within the realm and scope of the other 20 NBA franchises. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. It's, it's not that this is just only the Knicks information, only whatever. Um, you know, I think they may have some sort of a, a, a case against their, their playbooks. But, like, fuck, I mean, the Indiana Pacers and shit, like, no one's really trying to steal that, right? Correct. Um, that's not a that's not going to win you a championship or that's not going to put you in a, in a better position overall as a franchise. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, no disrespect, but... Um, it's not like, you know, it's not like the Boston Celtics are taking that information uh, from Milwaukee Bucks staffer on the Milwaukee Bucks or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, we don't particularly know what this uh, individual in question's role was within the staff. It could have been scouting. For me, it seems like it was something like that that you'd alluded to, but they don't really specify that anywhere. Sure. Um, but, you know, uh, from from everything that I've heard, the Raptors pretty much just the NBA they're saying the NBA is probably just going to step in and take care of this and have them settle it outside of this. They said there's probably, you know, no reason or need to have put this here. But as we are all aware, uh, the ownership of the New York Knicks is very level headed and even keeled. And (laughs) I'm just very shocked that they went in this direction because uh, they have no prior history of being uh, heated or anything like that. So it's just really shocking to me that they would have decided to put this in a court matter when it didn't need to go to a court matter. But uh, I digress. Um, (laughs) Otherwise, I don't think this is going to be a big issue for Toronto. I just think that um, this stuff does happen a lot. I don't think it comes to public light nearly as much as what we see. There's information in the brain that is hard to not you know, to leave there and wipe the memory of this and that, like this stuff's brought over from org to org all the time, just not in this type of form. Right. Nothing that's been, you know, digitized and documented this way. Um, there's still stuff that's brought over, but that's just never caught or found. So um, this isn't something I would say that that's new or groundbreaking in a development. And I don't think there's really something to be worried about unless there's something that comes out where, it's truly proprietary information and truly groundbreaking and truly revolutionary to where the Knicks can claim that that was their ownership of that, then it's going to be really difficult for them to to make any sort of case, in my opinion. And I don't think the Raptors or MLC, uh, for that matter, need to worry about this in any way. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, I, I don't disagree with the notion that it's going to be hard to prove and hard to... Um, point out what exactly is proprietary, what exactly is complete and utter ownership of the New York Knicks franchise. Um, that's going to be tough to prove. Uh, the platform is called Synergy Sports, um, which everyone has access to. And from my understanding, it's not even that 
uh, good. Right. Um, it's not that comprehensive, I should say, when it comes to the information that's on there. Right. Um, the Raptors scouting staff and the remaining scouting staffs of every other NBA team probably knows more than what is being put available into Synergy. Um, so I don't know what they have that they can prove because a lot of this, and, and fair, fair warning, we are, even if we didn't want to be, we are very biased and we're painting this with a Raptors lens. Sure. You know, sure. so like we're going to defend our team and sure. we're going to, even if we think this is the objective way to look at it, we're going to look at this as kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure New York Knicks fans, diehard New York Knicks fans out there probably think the Raptors did something egregious or this individual did something egregious. I don't think so. Um, in my opinion, um, it's probably just, hey, I made these manipulations or these customizations in Synergy. Mm -hmm. uh, I can show them to you to part of my application process. You can view my work. Sure. Um, and should he have done that while with the Knicks? No, that is not good or admirable behavior in the professional realm, but it certainly isn't lawsuit worthy, um, in my opinion. So this is, you make a good point that the NBA is probably going to step in and probably uh, force a settlement because I don't think it's a good idea if this goes to trial. Um, I really don't because that means that whatever this proprietary information is, won't be proprietary it Correct. has, it to, has be, to get exposed yes mm -hmm. so i don't know why you would want to put yourself in that corner i don't know why you would want financial compensation when you're the fucking nicks you don't need financial compensation <laughs> no, i'm kidding um maybe you're just upset that this guy left your organization for the raptors maybe you still have a sour taste in your mouth because of the raptors uh clear win <laughs> with the Bognani trade, maybe? <laughs> or wasn't Kyle supposed to go there? Kyle was supposed to be in New York, Nick, and okay. got axed. Yeah. yeah, and that got axed. So maybe it's it's the constant fuckery that Messiah's had <laughs> over that organization. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. But I, I agree with you in the notion that I think Adam Silver is going to stack Ben and say, let's... Let's just fire this guy. That's and he'll no longer have a place in the National Basketball Association. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that it's, I, I don't think that this is really going to be taken seriously, and I don't, I, I just don't assume it's going to go to court. I think it's going to be a bad look for everybody involved. That would be the Knicks, Toronto, and the NBA. Um, I don't see a world where this goes to a trial. It just doesn't make sense. Mm. Uh, and like you had said, I think it hurts the Knicks more than anybody else. That information that you claim is so proprietary now becomes public. And then everyone else in the NBA is going to be paying attention to what the fuck is so valuable mm -hmm. that you had to put this lawsuit over. And now they're maybe, okay, well, we'll evaluate. And if we think it's valuable, then we'll copy you. And now every other fucking NBA franchise has it. Right. Uh, doesn't make sense. I think this is more or less just a, um, a tantrum and a power play from uh, the New York Knicks and the lovely owner over there at uh, MSG. And 
they're just probably trying to be the big dog uh, at the at the playground with the with the biggest bark and the biggest bite type thing. So I, I don't really see anything else that's that's concerning on that front for me if I'm a Toronto Raptors fan, as most people here are Raptors fans. So speaking on that perspective, I don't think there's anything to worry about. I don't either. Um, and MLSC, to their credit, has responded to this saying, from my understanding, they, this wasn't necessarily put out in the statement. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually it was. Mm-hmm. That they were informed about this by MSG yes. on the Thursday before yes. and said, hey, we need to talk about this, basically. I'm paraphrasing. We need to yeah. discuss this because you may have information that was proprietary or otherwise you know, secretive for this organization. Um, we need to talk about this. This was sent Thursday, probably Friday. They're like, all right, let's get our ducks in a row. Oh, lawsuit Monday. Like, yeah. absolutely no time to respond. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because who's working the weekend? Um, no one's not. Those guys in the offseason are not working the weekend. I'll no, tell you that. No. And he's the MLSE said, look, we we stand by our, you know, ethics. We stand by our team. Obviously, there's a little bit of slime in that statement. There always is when it comes to a multi-billion dollar always. company. Uh, which is whatever is to be expected. Um, my beef with this is you're already better than the Raptors this year on paper. It's not mm-hmm. close. It's, it's, I'm sorry. It's not close in this conference. It's not. Why? What success have you had within the past 20 years? 23 years, we'll say from the millennium. What success have you had even though this information probably doesn't even date that far back, to make a team want to be like, yo, they know. They know what's up. That is how you win right there. Like, I understand you want to get a competitive edge, but it just doesn't seem necessary when it comes to information that the Knicks have because newsflash Knicks, you aren't successful with this information. So how valuable can it be, really? They beat the Cleveland Cavaliers in the first round of the playoffs, Adam. Impressive. For for how good Cleveland was and Mitchell, pretty impressive. True. But, I mean, their body work over the last, you know, since the turn of the millennium yeah. has, has been dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. been dog shit. Uh, tr- truthfully, they're one of the worst run NBA franchises over the course of that time period in the league. And in my opinion, for, for the resources that are available to them, the name that they have attached to them, the like the clout as it's, you know, like the, the pull, um, the allure of the, of the big city, uh, the historical, you know, significance of it, the players that they had come and go and that organization, the Carmelo prime days, like, they just could never put it together. So yeah, their recipes, they they ain't cooking. Right. Like they're not getting no Michelin stars with their recipes. I'll tell you that. That shit, that kitchen's fucking burning. It just seems. But maybe to me, maybe they found something now. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like sour grapes to me. I agree. The, you know, and from what I've been listening to, you know, various podcasts and people that are within the know that are well connected with people that work within the NBA franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, scouts are saying this is not unusual. This is not uncommon. Um, mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, well, 
it's already done. It, it, it's again, it's a plat. It's like Facebook for scouts, and there's yes. or, or a subscription service that it's like the Athletic for scouts, but it has mm-hmm. videos and stuff. And and mm-hmm. it's uh, from my understanding, again, never touching this. It's very rudimentary. So mm-hmm. I. I see this as a big nothing thing and just the Knicks trying to flex to the Raptors. And I agree. I, I, ultimately, is Darko going to get fired? No, not no. at all. It, it was no. probably a situation where this employee was like, hey, I got this stuff. And Darko was like, cool, leave it on my desk. I'll check it out. Yeah, thousand percent. He, he, pro- he probably didn't even ask where he got it from, sourced, whatever. The guy was probably saying, hey, do you want this information? And the guy said, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, data like data. The more information data you have, like it's more powerful. Like that's that's like currency. Mm-hmm. So why would he turn that down? Doesn't make sense. No, I agree. So uh, I think he's it's not. He's say- not going anywhere. He's not getting fired. No. He's not going to get reprimanded. He'll be. He'll be fine. He'll, this individual is going to get fired. I think. I think he would. But I even read a couple articles saying that the Raptors probably won't even be asked or needed to fire this individual. So oh, wow. that's interesting too. Uh, based, they they took a few cases that were similar to this across sports. They referenced one in the MLB. I didn't really read into it too much. I kind of skimmed through it. But they referenced something in the MLB, and then uh, they referenced something. Yeah, someone had from. The Cardinals had hacked into, oh, this is, yeah, from the Cardinals hacked into the Houston Rockets oh, database yeah, yeah, for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. So um, stuff like that, it's, there, there's other things that they like reference and stuff like that too. They're saying that, you know, if, if the Raptors want to fire him, they can, um, and that might come down to it, but there might be a world where they like don't even have to, so. Yeah, this isn't even a hacking situation, right? It's exactly. You know? I can understand that, but yeah, yeah, I don't see anything happening. I think it's sour grapes, and um, they're just trying to flex, right? And the hardest thing about this whole thing is, okay, Knicks, prove to me that this information is. What about this information is proprietary? What what makes it's, it proprietary? That and that's what every article is saying, and they're like, if you can prove that, that's fine. But the proof of that is going to be incredibly difficult because there's in in the world of the of data and the NBA mm-hmm. and stuff like that, nothing is proprietary. Like everything is out there, and unless you have coding and like things that you know, good friend of the show Rich will do, where there's you know systems that he will implement in place on on his end for a lot of stuff then you might have a case of like, well, this is proprietary to us because we built this. Right. But if it's a system like that, that's, you know, essentially available to everybody within the industry, uh, it's going to be really difficult to prove that. Case in point, or rather in summary, nothing's going to come of this. And if it does, it probably won't even be public. It's the off season. In two weeks, this is going to go away. Agree. Um, so, Agreed. all right. You ready to move on to the schedule? Let's get it going. I printed uh, it again. You're such a boomer, bro. <laughs> oh my god, you're such a boomer. I, I got it up on my monitor. It's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't got no paper sound for you. Oh my, oh my god, you having a seizure? No. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to figure out what you're what you're doing there. I am with your with your <laughs> with the hands and schedule. <laughs> I am I am uh, utilizing my company's 
hard-earned <laughs> money. <laughs> you should reimburse them. That's not, that's not company property. Making the best of it. Okay, so we have 82 games. This, by far, Connor, was the most random, arbitrary, unannounced schedule drop in the history of sports. There was no build-up. There was no lead-up. There was no check on Thursday for the NBA schedule popping up. Be ready. Three o'clock. Nothing. I get a text from my friend saying, yo, Raptor Celtics tickets. I, I think November 11th is a Saturday. 50 bucks. Let's go. Wait, the schedule was, le- was released just now? Yeah, yeah, it's up. What the fuck? When? <laughs> when did this you happen? Text, you texted me at the schedule came out and I was like, wait. <laughs> when did what? this happen? Um, I know why this happened. I can explain. Go ahead. Um, the reason, the reason why was because the social media guy had had enough. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. He didn't want to promote it. <laughs> oh, you're right. So he said, fuck it. I'm not doing any more work. That's I'm right. done. Fuck you, Adam Silver. And wow. That was it. I forgot all about that. Yes, because healthcare sucks. Um, That's what he said. 50K. Mm, tough, tough scenes. But they made it. And he, and he said, thanks a lot. Yeah, Adam Silver. <laughs> they made a huge deal about the uh, the in season tournament and the schedule release for that. But when yes. it came to the actual eighty two game schedule, not a, not a word. It's crickets. It's horrible. So yeah. just do better, man. Like because there's a lot of hype for the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's as hyped schedule release wise as the NFL. Probably tiers, like, and you can speak for hockey and where to shoehorn in this, but it probably goes NFL, NBA, maybe NHL, and MLB. MLB is, there's always like a year beforehand they drop the schedule. Yeah, no, the, I'd say it's NHL, NBA, I'm oh, sorry, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB. MLB, yeah. Like, of, of best to worst. Yeah. Yeah. Or, if, you know, a build-up, anyways. So they, uh, NHL, NHL is terrible, too. Like, oh, yeah, schedule drop. Okay. But at least they tell you. There's a lead-up. Damn. At least they're like, yeah, schedule's coming out in, like, two days. Yeah, there's a little cock tease about it. And there's, yeah, there's, like, get, me, get me excited. Shit. Yeah, that was nothing. Um, get me excited about nothing with this shit. Right off the rip, um, I don't classify NBA TV games as nationally broadcast games. But if they're not, yeah. But if you want to, if we're splitting hairs, the Raptors have four, which I believe is the least or the fewest, rather, uh, nationally televised games. I'm gonna say they have one, and that is one TNT game against Chicago. I understand why they picked Chicago because of the playing. Playing. I would have rather it have been Houston. Maybe this was made prior to the Fred VanVleet signing to to Houston. But you could have changed that um, schedule in the national broadcast. I think that would have been good viewing. But whatever, they pick Chicago. Otherwise, there's not a lot that jumps off the page. Um, I, I'll, I'll give you the floor in a second. But there's there's no Christmas Day game. There's no Christmas Eve game. There's no Boxing Day game, which I thought was uh, pretty pretty disappointing especially. that's that's a yeah that's a tough bounce um no new year's eve game but there is a new year's day game um so there's that mm-hmm. and uh of course we got what january the 5th and when's the other one where, where, where is it 
Oh, here we go. January and the 5th and March and the 20th, 20th are going to shatter. Shatter television. Shatter them, Connor. Roll the, roll the sound. Just <laughs> they're going to shatter. <laughs> what, what sound? Roll, roll it. Roll the... <laughs> They're gonna roll the kings. What are you talking roll the, about? Roll, roll the, roll the kings. Roll the king sound. Holy shit! Television history will be made. On Friday, January the fifth, and Wednesday, March the twentieth, live, not on national television. Unless you're in Canada. Where the Sacramento Kings will face our Toronto Raptors. East of the sack. It might break records for the least watched game of the season. It's horrible. Light the beam. <laughs> Light the beam. Light the beam is absolutely crazy. That team needs defense. They need it badly. Holy shit. Anyways, um... <sighs> Other I was going to say ASMR moment, though. Right there. <laughs> Other than the Kings games, what obvious things <laughs> jump out to you? A um, couple things. One, obviously, like, there's, you know, in that December moment, there's a 10-day break mm-hmm. for the Raptors in regular season between the 1st and the 11th. Uh, both games are against the Knicks. Um, the first and the 11th. I'm now looking at that more than ever. Uh, especially at a point where now we can shove it right up James Dolan's, uh, you know what? Um, honestly, there's nothing too much that really stands out to me. We highlighted the, the TNT game against Chicago on the 18th. Uh, I think that the, the Raptors don't really have... Too much. I I don't think the Raptors are must see TV, and that's kind of what is being displayed here. Like yeah. that to me is what stands out, and I think that's what everyone else is seeing. Um, they're not must watch TV. I think that they'll need to get younger, and I think that they'll need to get faster. Saying that, I think that they'll be a better watch this season than they were last season. Uh, I think with I think with Darko's, I'm not saying they're going to finish better. Okay. I don't think they're going to have a better record, but I think they will be a better watch because I think that they're going to be more exciting to watch. More of an um, investment. Hmm? More of an investment. Correct. Yeah. Like, I, I think I think that there's more to look forward to this year without those expectations. Uh, and it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. A lot of storylines going into the season, right? Development. Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi again. Can he take that extra leap that he's done? What's going to happen? Pascal Siakam. How's Grady Dick going to be in his rookie season? Uh, what play are we going to get from Gary Trent? Is he going to shoot well? Mm. What what type of extension might be in play for him? Uh, what type of movements are going to happen? If they start sucking, are they going to sell? If they're actually really good, are they going to make moves to, to buy? Like, you know, I don't think at this point where this team stands, there's a clear direction of how things are going to go. I think if you and I were to look at it, we'll say they're probably going to end up worse on paper if this team stays throughout the course of the season. But um, that compared to last year, but 
it, you never, you just never know. We thought that they were going to be like a top four team last year, and 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 they weren't. Hmm. They were playing team, and they got they got smoked by Demar's daughter. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean that's that's trouble. Um, we'll see what happens with this team, but nothing on the schedule stands out to me because there's not games where I look at and I'm like, this game can make or break a season because I I don't think that that's in the cards for the Raptors. I don't disagree. Um, I'm not seeing any tough stretches that are unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I I assume, did you do a, a win-loss prediction? I did. Okay. Without getting into that, is there a stretch where you have an extensive win streak and or an extre- extensive losing streak? No, not particularly. I, I don't think – I think that they're going to have a tough start to the season. Um, I don't think that there's a period – like I kind of look at this period here that's in late March, but it also depends on where the team is after the deadline, right? Late Middle of March here, we got like Detroit, Orlando, Orlando, Sacramento, OKC, Washington, Brooklyn. Hmm. Those to me are, are potential winnable games, depending on what the team looks like at that point. But if we're going to look before the trade deadline and take a look, I think that there's like there's good teams sprinkled in with with shit teams all across the schedule. So I think it's hard to say that they're going to win or like get on a streak either way. Like there might be a few chained here and there, but nothing that's like of significance to me of five or more in a row. I just, I just don't, I don't see it. Yep. Uh, injuries, obviously we can't predict, but like on paper, I just don't see it. Like, you know, even looking here, um, there's like in January, you got, uh, I can see that like you got, you got Detroit, Cleveland, Memphis, Sacramento, Golden State, Lakers. Like I could see them potentially, like I assume dropping a game to Detroit, obviously, but like, Starting in January, I can see them kind of going on a losing streak there a little bit. There you go. And then and then after that, you have Clippers, Utah, Boston, Miami, Chicago, New York. That they'll probably they should they could probably beat Utah and they'll probably sprinkle in a win against like potentially the Clippers, depending on what guys are resting. But that stretch of games in January is gonna be really difficult for this team. Okay. You found it. That's yeah. the stretch starting January 1st mm-hmm. all the way yes. to, we'll say, the 26th. We'll say, I was, right, we'll, was going to say the 28th. We'll say the 28th. Because of, of Atlanta. That's, that's where I have, like, for me in my, in my head when I've, when I've been doing the predictions, that's where it, it starts to turn around a little bit. Because after that Atlanta game on the 28th, you got – Chicago on the 30th, yep. Houston, mm-hmm. OKC, New Orleans, Charlotte, Houston. Yep. Cleveland, San Antonio, yep. Indiana, Brooklyn. Yep. And then Atlanta, Indiana. So like that stretch for, uh, over that month of February is easier than than January. So I feel like it offsets itself. Like they could probably start chaining together some some wins along that time to maybe look to offset a bit of the losses in, in January. But January is going to be a rough month for this team. Yeah. You read my mind. From January 1st all the way to January 28th, 
Mm-hmm. I have them winning two games. Yeah, me too. Two. I have That's them it. beating Detroit on the first. No, sorry. I have them beating Utah on the yeah. 12th, and I have yeah. them beating Atlanta on the 28th. Every other game are losses. So from me. so from the first, from January 1st until January 26th, you have them winning one game. Two. Uh, 26th? Yes, one game. Until the 26th. Yes, one game. You have them winning one game. Over Utah. In almost a month. That will force them out of playoff contention and be sellers. Because that's I would, right I would before love the that. deadline. I would love that. I, 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 think, I think that this team needs to be forced in that direction. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a world where that front office looks, and if they tread a bit of water in that time, then they look and go, February's like cake if our yeah. team can sustain this and then that's when they they make that push i think that that ship is going to sink by by january they're going to have probably a couple injuries as well too mm-hmm. going to be really difficult those the teams that are in that realm are deep enough where they can probably sustain injury and then still beat toronto <laughs> yep so um i also have the same as you i have um a win against utah and then a win against atlanta for canada 28th um in the month of january i have three wins I have a win against uh, Utah, I have a win against Atlanta, and I have a win against Chicago. Yep, same. Exactly and that is same. it. Yep. Three wins in the month of January. Uh, so that Atlanta stretch onwards is when I think they can start picking up some some wins for sure um, and getting on a bit of winning streak if they choose not to like to push more for it and not to sell. Yeah, I have them beating Chicago on the road, and I had Chicago winning here. On TNT. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On the, in that TNT game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So I have them winning no more than three games in a row at any point. I believe I'm the same. I, I'll I would double check, but I I didn't have them. I'm just not confident in this team enough to say they're going to go on a stretch of wins. Right. Right. I think their biz, biggest losing streak for me, like I mentioned, is is at January point. Like yeah. Cleveland, Memphis, Memphis, Sacramento, Golden State, L.A., L.A. So there's six losses in a row mm-hmm. the win against utah splits that then boston miami chicago new york memphis la there's another six mm-hmm. so those those are the two streaks for me the rest i don't have many other like streaks like that here um on that front yeah like even even going into february i have i have that atlanta win on the 28th the yep. winning is Chicago on the 30th. Mm-hmm. A winning is Houston on the second. I've lost OKC. I have lost, lost OKC New Orleans. Yeah. That's do I. I got them picking up against Charlotte yeah. and Houston. And, and then Charlotte and Houston, I had win win and then lost Cleveland. Yep. I have a loss to San Antonio, actually. I think I San Antonio is going to be an interesting team. I got a dub. They're home. And I don't know. And I don't know if they're going to be able to beat uh, to handle Wemby. I'm curious how that's going to happen. Um, What's going to happen there? But. Yeah, I got, I got a win. It's right before the All-Star break. Yeah. They still have a game after that against Indiana, which I also have a win. Mm-hmm. But that's... I, um, I just think... If you're looking for exciting, captivating basketball, this is probably not the team for you this year. No. But it's going to test your loyalty. This team is is going to finish worse than they did last year. Um. I will say, though, I think they're going to be more high-octane, high-pace than they were under Nick Nurse. So if you're a fan of offense, yeah. I think you're going to enjoy watching this team more. 
Um, you won't enjoy the results as much. Not to say they were great results last year, but they were at least in the play-in. Mm. I don't think this team makes a play-in this year. Lots of turnovers. That's my mm-hmm. prediction. Lots of turnovers. Um, yeah. All right. I also don't have them making the play-in. Uh, ESPN doesn't have them in the top 10. Um, they have Orlando at number 10, though. Um, uh, well, if you look at the uh, regular season win odds, uh, I'm referencing Bet365. Raptors line is at 36 and a half this season. Um, under. Most of the betters have been going under. Uh, it's also at the same line as the uh, Magic, as you had alluded to. The Orlando Magic are set at 36 and a half. And the Utah Jazz are also set at 36 and a half over and then really close to them at 37 and a half are the Chicago Bulls. Over. So that's the realm that they're saying that the Toronto Raptors are going to be in. I'm just doing another quick sweep to see if there's anyone else that's close to like 35, 35 and a half Indiana Pacers. I go so uh, this is, this is the comps that Vegas is giving. We're talking Bulls, Pacers, Magic, and jazz across the nba i yeah they're probably only better than orlando if i'm being 100 percent honest i agree i think orlando is going to be a good team i just don't think it's like yeah i think next year we'll, we'll see them make that sure. make that leap third year of palo bancaro you got it from like at that point next year third year of palo bancaro you got franz wagner you're going to have those, those picks again start to develop a little bit more and, and that's when the boys will start picking up um, then they'll have some cap to bring in a, a stud star to pair alongside them, and then they get the rookie centers done, and that's it. That's 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 the method to to making it work. So, so when evaluating the schedule, I do mm-hmm. a, a really quick initial win loss record. Yes, and I'll go to the games. I'll evaluate where it is. Any back to backs, uh, breaks in between the teams back to back that they're playing, if they have any, etc. Um, I allow myself a 5% variant variance for it. So give or we'll say four games. So mm-hmm. of the 82, 5% is approximately four, a little bit more, yeah. but, um, that being said, my hard win loss, not including a 5% variant, 34 and 48. It's interesting. Max would be 38 wins if you want to do the 5% variance, but I I would smash the under in the Vegas I'm, odds. I'm, I'm 35 and 47. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I think this team will be. I think that they're – and again, we can't account for injuries. We can't account for trades. We can't account for injuries of other teams. We can only account for what we have on paper today as of August 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, and assuming what may be of teams moving into their directions and what they're going to do. I think the Raptors will be at about 35. So 36 and a half to me, I think is fair. Like I, I think that they're putting a little bit more emphasis on the fact that they have a top 20 NBA player in Pascal Siakam, um, who is looking to stay and, you know, he's going to probably start the season with the Raptors. So, um, you know, the, you have OG, who's an all-defensive player. You have Pascal's a top 20 player. Scotty Barnes, third year of him, is probably going to take us a, a step uh, in the right direction. You got Gary Trent Jr., who can shoot. 
so and, and Jakob Pertl is a serviceable yeah. serviceable seasons like center. Yep. So it's it's not this isn't a team that's gonna roll over, but there's just a lot more skilled teams and there's a lot more deep teams in the NBA compared to the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. So ultimately that's what's gonna kill them uh in the long run and hopefully they choose to sell some of these assets at the deadline i think they're i think that that stretch in january just ultimately may force their hand into doing it um i did want to mention you know sort of piggybacking on what you said about things changing players getting traded players getting hurt and whatnot um that's why i want to go the under a little bit on that because I do feel like the Raptors are going to have injury concerns. They almost always do. Sure. Um, the rate in which OG was firing, I don't know how sustainable that is. Usually when you see how well a player plays, especially one that was gunning for an extension, um, I don't know if that's repeatable to that degree. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hope it is, um, but I just I don't know. Um, that right. and so we're just talking injured. I don't hope OG gets injured. I, no, of I course just, not. I just don't know that the pace was sustainable. Um, and on top of the chatter about Pascal Siakam, I don't know how, I'm assuming those that are listening to this are also plugged in on either Twitter or Reddit. Um, if Pascal makes all NBA, he would be in line for the uh, richest contract in NBA history. He'd be making approximately $56.5 million per year. Um he would eclipse Jalen Brown. Uh, their stats are, I've said it before on the show, their stats are eerily similar, very, very similar. And you would have to pay him an outrageous amount of money, um, which to your point about um, things changing midseason, that might be motivation for the Raptors to trade him because that is a lot of money. <laughs> For a player that you might not necessarily see as a future piece like you do a Scotty Barnes or even and or an OG Ananobi. The only way that you re-sign Pascal Siakam, in my opinion, to that type of money is if you're committed to building something with him in it immediately. Mm. And the timeline of this team is currently split. Pascal Siakam, who's, you know, and if they brought back Freddie, it's different too, but yeah, Pascal Siakam, who doesn't fit the timeline of this team. Um, this team is, you know, this team's timeline should, and not saying he's going to be the start of this team, but this team's timeline should center around the Scotty Barnes. Mm-hmm. That's where it should be. It shouldn't be centered around Pascal Siakam. And if you're going to do that, then you got to start trading away a few of these younger guys with some contracts to get stars. Damn. So there's got to be a lane that's chosen if Pascal Siakam comes back with these guys, then you're ultimately just wasting Pascal Siakam's prime. By the time this team is good, Siakam's not going to be that guy anymore. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to want to pay a third or potentially even a fourth option. I don't think you'd fall off that fast that quickly by the time the Raptors are ready. But at the third option on this team, let's say uh, north of $50 million a year, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, and it's going to it's going to really constrain you when you want to actually, you know, make that jump. If if this team was competitive today, I'd say, you know what? You have to bite the bull and you have to go for it because Siakam is a great piece to a championship team. We've talked about that on the show plenty of times. He's, he's not the guy, but he's the guy's guy. Yeah. And that's fine to be the guy's guy. 
every every team need the guys guy. Every team needs the Pippin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Every team needs the Pippin. Every Jordan needs the Pippin. And that and that's fine. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. If you if you have your legacy as the Pippin, there's nothing wrong with that. So um he just can't I, I he just won't be able to, to to do that himself. And the Raptors aren't even in a position right now where they can say you can be that guy to do it and we believe in you. They're just not there. So Timeline-wise, it doesn't even make sense. Uh, if they were in that position, then yes. But timeline-wise, no. So that's ultimately why I just I, I if they're not there, if we you know we've talked about it a little bit off air. If they don't go after someone like a Damian Lillard for this team, then it does not make any sense to keep him around. You should just try to get recoup as as many assets as you can at the deadline for him. Um, according to Eric Kareen. Um, he's eligible, and if he is signed, if the cap raises ten percent, he would take up thirty-five percent of the Raptors' cap. A little bit more than a third of the cap goes to one player. I understand when people hear that they think, "Well, LeBron, or, or well, uh, I, I don't know, Seth, or uh." Kyrie Giannis, or Giannis Luka, or KD whatever. or Joel. Like, yeah. Yeah. But he's not in that ballpark. No. He's not in that lane. Um, I understand that's the going rate. And full disclosure, Jalen Brown's not in that lane either. No. But I get it. They have a Tatum, right? So yes. he's the Pippin to Tatum. So you want to Bingo. maintain that connection. We don't have the Jordan. Yeah. No. For uh, Pascal to be a Pippin. Correct. So, uh, like you said, they have to pick a lane, and if they want him to be the team's Pippin, they need a Jordan. If not, send him to a team that needs a Pippin. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't I don't blame Boston for doing that contract. No, it's undeserving. This is, this is, a, this is a win-now move. Yes. They knew that they had to keep them together because they understood the importance of having those two guys together because can Jalen Brown win it on his own? I don't think so. No. Um, but can you do it with Tatum? Absolutely. And is he more valuable to a team with Tatum? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's why he gets the money that he gets because he's in that current situation. I totally understand that because he's not the he's not the one A. He's the one B. Yes. And that's fine. he's necessary for that necessary. team. Success. He is necessary for that team, but he is not the heartbeat. Whereas you could argue. Pascal Siakam is the heartbeat, and you could argue he's necessary for their success if they had an additional success piece, which they don't. And people are putting a lot of stock into Scotty Barnes, and I think that is unfair. That is an unfair ass. This is a a player we still don't know the potential. It took OG how long to get to where he was last year? If it's Mm going to take Scotty Barnes that long to reach his full potential— Pascal Siakam is going to be washed at that point. He's going totally. to be a shell of his former self. Um, maybe not to the degree that Kyle Lowry is right now. Oh, but, yeah, it won't be. Yeah, he still won't be a 1B. He'll be a serviceable player still, but he won't be a, a 1B and not worthy of that contract relative to now. Maybe later in four or five years, it might be a relative bargain. But, yeah. Um, We'd be looking at like at least three years out at that point. Yeah. It, and, it, and Siakam then at that point, you know, if you have a Scotty that's there and you're probably going to get another guy, whether it's from draft or trade or free agency or something that could come in 
and and help out the team then then siakam becomes your third option mm-hmm. which is ultimately what it comes back to and you don't want to pay your third option north of 50 million dollars right that's right. just not good business and you have made a statement at that point that you're not going to resign og you can't no you can't at that point this is you know so pascal is either getting traded or you got to hope he doesn't make all nba and if he doesn't make all nba this team around the 34 win mark is acceptable it yes. is easy to see if pascal siak i don't see him having a down year i don't mm-hmm. predict that i it, all nba is well within his grasp if he stays healthy um i just i don't think it's wise for the raptors so that being said 34 wins with the roster as constructed if they do end up trading uh, Pascal Siakam. I think 30 is ambitious at that point. Uh, yeah. If they get to 30 with trading Siakam, I'd be imp- I'd actually be impressed. I'm saying at the deadline. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I would be impressed. Yeah. So um, I don't see them making playoffs, play in, play nothing. Um, no play. This yeah, this no play. This no season, more play. Yeah, they're they're gonna play Cancun. This season <laughs> is uh, going to be. You thought last year was a defining season for the Raptors in their future. That is what I'm interested in. I like I I don't like the commentary on Reddit and on Twitter about oh all these negative Raptors fans. It is not negative to point out the obvious that this team isn't up to par with the teams within their division as constructed right now. They're just not. And that's okay. That's part of being a fan. You want to experience the the peaks and valleys. Um, but I don't see it as negative. I don't see it as controversial. I see it as constructive criticism as fans to point out the obvious. To me, it would be a lot worse if we're like, they're going to be great. They're going to win everything. Raptors to the moon. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not built that way. No, I agree. I totally agree. Anything else you want to say about the schedule specifically regarding January the 5th or March the 20th or both? Um, I just want to say mark those as W's, um, uh, even I, though I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I have them W's for Sacramento. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Raptors are losing both those games. Uh, let's see. And speaking about Sacramento, okay. So Sacramento's uh, line for the over-unders on their win regular season win total this year is set at 44 and a half Smash um the the over and under is getting split like they're they're very equal in terms of odds here the number of 44 and a half has them comparable to oklahoma city thunder who sits at 44 and a half mm-hmm. uh new york knicks sit at 44 and a half uh the new orleans pelicans sit at 43 and a half the minnesota timberwolves sit at 43 and a half um the dallas mavericks sit at 44 and a half and the atlanta hawks sit at 42 and a half so that's yeah. kind of their that's kind of their ballpark there's some teams like 46 and a half like memphis grizzlies and 47 and a half is my la lakers hmm. but um other than that that's actually i actually don't even like the la lakers i only say that because i thought they'd be better than Sacramento, which um, technically they were overall. Uh, yes, but. they um Sacramento should be better than or compete with any of those teams, maybe minus Dallas. 
What about the Lakers? I just see them as aging. I I don't. You think you think the you think the Kings are going to do better than the Lakers? Yeah, I do. I do. I didn't they just extend AD? They did. Yeah, I don't I don't like that move at all. Especially since I think they don't have a choice. Like they they had to. They don't have a choice. LeBron's no, 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 gone no, no, after no this choice. year, dude. Hmm? He's gone after this year, LeBron. No. He's going wherever LeBron, Bronny goes. No, no, no. LeBron's going to have the Lakers draft Bronny. It's fine. They have no picks to move up. No, they'll get some. No, Don't do. worry. <laughs> Don't worry. They'll get some. Bye, Rui. They're going to get a late first, and then they're going to take Bronny. Not if the Raptors get the first overall. How interesting Bronny, would that be? Bro- Bronny's not going to get drafted first overall. How interesting would it be? A team would be smart to if it meant signing LeBron. Sure, but you're probably not signing. You're going to get LeBron for a good LeBron for one or two years. Okay. I guess he would He would probably attract everybody to come play. How exciting would that be if the Raptors landed their protected first overall? They drafted Bronny and say, yo, dude, we're not trading this pick. We're drafting your son, and if you want to fulfill your dream of playing on the same team as your son, you're coming up north. No. Bronny's not even projected, I think, in the top ten. No, but that, that's the thing. In a I, vacuum, I know I know what you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying. He is not a top ten pick. Him and his no. dad is a number one overall pick. Saying. You know? I understand what you're saying. Um wait. I don't even is Bronny. I don't think Bronny's in this draft. I think he's in next year's, like twenty twenty five. I thought he's eligible for twenty four. Oh, maybe he is eligible for twenty four. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't even see him here in the first round. Of course not. Hold on. Wow. Yeah. No Bronny. No Bronny in the first. Holy shit. Okay. I'm looking at the second. Yeah. Twenty four twenty five season is the earliest. 24-25 season. Yeah, Bronny James Jr. in this draft board, 60th. But if it meant draft, it being able to sign? Yes. Um, no, I totally agree. And, and then what? Like, how exciting would that be for this team? A team will take a fly on him in the first round. Like, late first round is is what I think, truthfully. Yes. I think that they would. And I think that that's probably where he'll go because then there's a championship team that looks at that and, like, if we can get LeBron, like, if he's truthful of that, and we can get LeBron. Like, imagine, hypoth- very hypothetically, imagine, like, the Boston Celtics took to Bronny. They find <laughs> LeBron comes on for a fucking minimum. Okay? Mm, might ruin because, that team, but... Because, because he... No, no, no. Because... LeBron, if he's going to go to a championship team to play with his son, he's not going to care about the money. He's back. Like I, tr- it, yeah. I truthfully believe that he will, he will take whatever like pay it is to get to play with his son on a team that's probably cap constrained. If they're going to take him in a late round pick, hmm. so I'll play for. I, I don't care. I, I make so much fucking money as it is. I'll play in a minimum, not a minimum, but like whatever you can, like whatever you can afford to give me. Yeah, and then build a team around here. I win a ship with my chip with my boy, and then I did. Yeah, I think the Raptors would be wise to do that, and I think uh, again, first overall, you fucking lost your head, dude. Imagine, I think that's smart. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not, 
But like when you got when you have guys like Montez Buzuelas and Ron Holland, Isaiah Collier, and Justin Edwards in this draft, like it's it's a it's a good it's a good top heavy draft. Other than that, it's a fucking shit draft in my opinion. Yeah. But like top heavy, it's a good draft. Yeah, that's it's why it's a good time for the Raptors to keep that pick if they end up in what was it top? I think, think protection was top six, right? Top six, yeah. Yeah, if they end up in the top six, I think they're actually laughing in this draft. It's a good draft. If you get any one of those top four. Buzuelas, Holland, Collier, Edwards, I think you're laughing. It's a good draft up there, and the rest of it just falls off. I can see LeBron say, hey, man, I want my son to be the 101. You draft him 101, you get me. No shot. Any team that has the first overall pick. Any team. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he'd be smart. I think he'd be smart to to say whoever's in the late first rounds, take my boy first round, and I'll come play for you. Future wizard. Fulfilling the Michael Jordan prophecy, future wizard LeBron James. <laughs> future wizard. Yeah, they're Watch. they're gonna they're gonna suck this yep. year. They're horrible. Mm-hmm. I think they have the lowest win loss total by any team. Um, yeah, when I'm looking through, they have the lowest at 24 and a half, and the second lowest is the Pistons at 27 and a half. Yeah, Pistons are gonna be real bad. And there's no other team that's in the 20s. Yeah, they're gonna be real bad. Pistons are gonna be bad. Like the the, the next team is the Hornets. Yeah, so like, but that, that's team. three okay, so that's three east teams mm-hmm. so there's 15 14 and 13 mm-hmm. so we're, we're saying the raptors are either gonna be 12th or 11th i hope they're pretty not much by by win loss total um they have they have the raptors tying the pacers and the uh magic so they'll have one of those three teams making it in the play and the other two are not going to be indiana deserves that more than the raptors i agree i think i think they have a i think they actually have a better team to be honest and let's not forget indiana won 35 games last year i have the raptors winning 34 you have them winning 35 they didn't Mm -hmm. they finished 11th so if that's sort of pace continues like i I just hope they Mm -hmm. don't finish 10th um 10th is 10th is don't don't put them in the tenth. Yeah, please. Um, on a brighter note, though, I have them winning opening night against Minnesota. Oh yeah, me too. At home. So. Yeah, me too. Um, so there's that, and they're playing on my birthday, thirteenth of December against Atlanta. I have a win for that, just because. Um, they're, they're. I flipped them. I had I had a loss at first, and then a win on the fifteenth. But I can change that. It doesn't yeah. change anything for me. But I'll flip. I'll do a little flip for that. How about that? I have them they're, losing on the fifteenth. So. Nice, and I had them winning on the fifteenth. Yeah, so, so it, it doesn't matter. They're both home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's how I evaluate it. Again, that the month of January probably won't be kind to this team. Um, it is going to be a brutal stretch, um, and I think personally, given that we're a team tank, that's perfect for us because it's going to, I think, force them into the direction and this is assuming that they're average in the beginning of the season and if they're not they're going to be that's gonna, that's a death kneel right to the throat so yeah i i still think the beginning of the season is tricky though for this team like i know there's a san i know there's san antonio and washington like sprinkled in there a little bit of like a portland but detroit and minnesota but i still think it can be tricky like there can be some trap games in here um i i think that portland game is a trap game uh, I th- and that's early on, but I think that's a trap game. Um, you know, Milwaukee, Boston, like the the first ten, like 
they can they can get interesting, right? Like you have Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, Dallas, Philly. Like uh, like you, those are just five games right there that they're not winning. What do you got for the first ten? Uh, Minnesota have a win. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, Chicago have a loss. Same. Philadelphia have a loss. Same. Portland, I debated. I have a loss because I think it's a trap game. I got dub. Uh, Milwaukee lost. Same. Philly lost. Same. So now at this point, for me, I have this team one and one and five mm-hmm. to start the season. Yeah, one and five to start the season. San Antonio win. Same. It's two and five. Dallas lost. Same. Boston lost. Same. Washington win. Same. That's it. That's the first ten. And then that, and then that's the ten. So I have my three and seven to start the season. Same. Uh, no, four and six. Four and yeah, six. and I have my three and seven. So I have it a little. That's why I said I have it a little bit tougher in my head. I'm like, it's it's a tough ten in my head to to start. I think that they can win the Portland game, but four wins in my head is the max that they're going to get in these ten. Uh, I think they're going to start the eight, three and seven, and then fans are going to go, what the fuck's going on after that Washington game? You have Milwaukee and Boston. Yeah. So that's a three and nine start for my piece. Yep, I have two losses too. So like. Yeah. So shit, like four and ten. Yeah. You're that that's that's four tough. And eight, four and eight. Yeah. Um but then you get some levity with Detroit, Orlando, maybe Indiana. But then you yeah. dip again. You dip right back. I have I have the I have them rattling three there in a row. Uh I got a loss to Indiana on the road. Yeah, I have I have them so I back just, back. and then I have them rattling off three there. Yeah. Back to back. That's why it's gonna be tough. Yeah, that's all right. Uh-huh. They can do it. It's travel. It's tough with a young team. It's tough. But then you got Chicago, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Phoenix, New York. I still have them. I have them beating Brooklyn and New York for you. Um, otherwise, those are all L's. I love that. Yeah. And then you get into the plane and the in season for the culture. Yeah, man. It's 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 gonna be rough. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be pretty. But this is like I said, it's gonna test your loyalty because this is this is what makes it very exciting when they're good yes absolutely the the dog days that we had gone through man mm-hmm. like <laughs> the barnani day like like post barnani days some of yeah. that too like it's you know that era was horrible mm-hmm. tear 20 win seasons and shit is horrible let them develop let them cook and um yeah it still watch of course but it's it's just gonna be boring basketball but you're i think you're right that it's gonna be um would you say exciting or what was it'll it it'll be more it'll be more exciting basketball like exciting basketball. offense more more interesting yeah. yeah i think that there's just going to be a bit more that you'll see offensively with darko yeah compared to nick nurse uh they might have some defensive losses and like you had mentioned earlier, turnovers are going. They'll probably lead the league in turnovers. It's gonna be a lot, a real um, lot. Yeah. And Dar- and Darko's philosophy, he's he has been very open. He's like, I do not care about turnovers. Mm. He's publicly saying because he's like, if because that means the ball's being moved. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, and and I would I would take higher number of turnovers if that means I get better looks. Yeah. So I understand that. Like I, I'm, I'm fully understand that because I think that people look at turnovers negatively. But for him, he's like, no, it's yeah, of course it sucks, but like it just means you know, for most of the times we're moving the ball. So, yeah, I, I kind of understand the philosophy, but you still want to limit it while moving the ball. Sure, but this is gonna, gonna be, be that's gonna be tough with this team. That'll be tough. Growing pains. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just growing mm-hmm. pains. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So don't fret. 
still invest in this team, watch this team, but watch it with the with the understanding. It's not going to be. It's like watching your kid play t-ball. You know, it's it's just not going to be good. <laughs> it's just, you're yeah, not there for not the. Must, it's not must watch TV. Yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not streaming it yeah. on socials. You're not there for the for the plays. You're there for the development. That's that's you're, what this is. You're, you're there for the beer and the snacks. That's it. <laughs> that's what that's you're, it. There for. you're there for for moral support, and that's what we're mm-hmm. here for for the Raptors. So, um, I don't know if you have anything else to say regarding the schedule or the lawsuit or whatever. No, no, no. I just I wish the Knicks all the best. All right. Um, we still got a couple weeks till our next episode. We'll be gathering up an agenda for that. But until then, if you have not already, please subscribe to the show. We are on all your favorite pod catchers. Um, don't need to go through them. We're just not on SoundCloud. Um, if you want to follow us on our socials, you can hit us up at South of the Six. That is spelled the number six and the letters I X. Please hit us up. The content will be ramping up once the season draws nearer. Um, I am actively trying to find a way. Um, I'm sure it's very easy to make this a, a simultaneous video cast so we can do that. I know that um, really brings in the clicks and people like seeing us when, or rather yeah. their, their podcasters when they there's a video attached to it. So we yeah. can see each other. Just I want to put it out there. Um, people want to see your face. Yeah, see I that mean, luscious that luscious beard you got yeah, going on. Oh They're gonna You'll probably the be pumpkin. eating something pumpkin. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, beard oil is crazy. <laughs> we appreciate the support. Please subscribe. Um, he is at Connor Chambers. I am at Adam Corsair, and we are done. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the South of the Six podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at South of the Six and subscribe to our show. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Yeah, we're everywhere. While you're at it, if you liked what you heard, do us a solid and leave us five stars and a quick review. We appreciate it. Thanks again. Go Raptors.